Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest episode of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. This is officially episode one of season three. The NBA draft is over, which means the offseason has officially begun. As always, I'm one half of your host, Mind of Reese, aka Maurice Williams, aka Reese Williams, at Mind of Reese on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube for whenever I make my comeback. Joint as always by my uh my partner in crime. Mr. Bibbs, a.k.a. Michael Bibbins, a.k.a. Bibbs, at Bibbs Corner on Twitter, uh, Bibbs Corner Podcast, wherever you find your podcast content. Um, Man, this offseason is going to, I was thinking earlier, I was like, you know what, this offseason is going to be, like, as a Mavs fan, it's going to be an annoying ass off season. Like I can feel it already. It's I mean, gonna be, it's, already it's going to be one of those. <laughs> it's already annoying. It's already there. And that's crazy because I'm already annoyed and I just, I know it's going to get worse. I just know it's going to get worse, especially when free agency kicks off. It's, oh man, I just, we can't take a break from it though. We got to get the people what they want. The people want the Mavs outsiders every week. You know, we got to come through and do this. We told them, you know, y'all might not get a podcast for a while. I think it's been over a week. Now granted, we probably almost wasn't going to do this. But... Uh, Thursday night, the Dallas Mavericks traded up into the second round as rumored that they would uh, if they saw a player they liked. And um, they drafted uh, Jaden Hardy out of the G League Ignite in the second round. Pick number 37, which they acquired from the Sacramento Kings for two two future second round picks. And crazy enough. Let, let me pull it up because I gotta I gotta check the time on this. Okay, this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Ten fifty nine p.m. I said Jaden Hardy being a second rounder is wild. OMG, Mavs, please trade up and get this dude. I went to bed like ten minutes after I tweeted that. Eleven twenty four p.m. I wasn't awake when this happened. I woke up to the tweet having 200 something likes and everybody mentioning me and the notification was released that the Mavs were trading up to get Jaden Hardy. Now everybody thinks I have some kind of crystal ball. No, I, I just wanted Jaden Hardy. I mentioned it on the episode we did with, um, Dwight and SJ about us drafting Jaden Hardy. If I'm not mistaken, do you remember that? I, I remember you saying his name. I couldn't yeah. remember when. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I said exactly if we draft them, but um, you made a joke about replacing Brunson. Yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully that doesn't come to fruition, but we'll get to that <laughs> <laughs> because apparently as soon as Hardy got drafted, everybody's saying, oh, man, he's the Jalen Brunson replacement. And I'm like, slow down, like dude's not even going to. And I like Jaden Hardy. I think he has potential. Uh, a lot of people soured on him. Um, he was one of the best top three out of his class. Coming out of high school. Number two on ESPN, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And, you know, he had a bit of a rough year, um, his first year in the G League. Granted, it is a small sample size. The G League is not a lot of games. Um, 
but it is a bit of a showcase which resulted in him falling the way he did now granted i did not expect him to fall to the second round at all um but he fell to us obviously the Mavs liked him nico harrison apparently said they had him 19th on their board uh that's a big steal for them um but outside of Jaden hardy you know i don't know what kind of scouting you did going into the draft absolutely um, okay was there anyone on the board whose name you knew that you liked that you would hope the Mavs would trade up in the second round to get or were you I okay had, with the Jaden hardy thing i was completely on board with the idea of not having a rookie okay that's fair I didn't care about the draft at all as far as the Mavs were concerned. Like, I, it was always yeah. interesting to see where guys are going to go. Uh, you know, there's always the potential that your team may decide, you know what, this is a kid we like. Let, let's see if we can get him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is apparently what happened. And, um, yeah, like, I, I I watched some of the G League games. I, you know, I've seen them. I, di- I didn't know to look for them as a math fit, but, you know, I've seen them. And um, I want to say – I, I, I'm a blank slate as far as the Mavs for the most part, and especially when it comes to prospects. Like, I don't think there's anything we need in a, for as far as prospects go. Like, we could have gone any direction. If I had a specific need that I thought we could fulfill in the draft, I would have had thoughts, but I didn't really have any thoughts at all. Um, when, when I saw that we traded into the draft, I was like, okay, let's see what we do. When I saw we drafted Hardy, I was like, you know what? This is a guy who was a high, highly tied recruit, we have nothing to lose here. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I mean, if the Mavs never traded up or traded into the second round and just didn't do anything on draft night, I would have been perfectly fine. Like, I, I didn't need it. But I think it's uh, it's nice to have a player like that who potentially has a high ceiling, uh, potentially has chances to develop here. He's shown signs of uh, a lot of potential, especially on the scoring end. So... Granted, he's not a Jalen Brunson replacement, but you draft this guy and say he develops nicely and Jalen Brunson does not come back this offseason. Then you have a guy like this uh, that you were able to get a steal on. Um, Hopefully they don't fuck up with his contract the way they did with Jalen Brunson's because they were both drafted in the second round. said they, and they is no longer. You know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> By they, I mean the Mavericks in general. Okay. But you're absolutely correct. <laughs> this is not the same front office. So, um, draft night was cool. Um, were there any surprises for you as far as like where some people went outside of the Mavs? Um, I mean, right at the top. You know, the rumor was Jabari Smith, Jabari Smith, Jabari Smith. And then at the last second, Orlando said, fuck y'all. Paolo I'm, Banchero. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been saying, I don't know, I don't think I really said it publicly, but all this time I'm like, I don't know how you don't take Paolo Banchero, number one. Jabari Smith is cool. I don't know how he jumped up into number one so fast, but to me, Paolo is the most complete player out of everyone in this draft. And especially what Orlando needs, they need a go-to guy like, hey, here's the ball, go get it. Like, I don't see Jabari Smith as that right now. Not another, like, tool piece. Yeah. A guy that you got to set up. Yeah, I can respect that. Um, hmm. Like I said, I don't know a ton about. I've seen these guys maybe mm-hmm. once, twice, three times. Um, <clears throat> I'm not. I didn't. It's not a shocking thing, but it was just interesting to see that play out. Looks like OKC was married to Chet. Um, 
I always like paying attention to the G League Ignite guys, so I like the Bucks getting uh, Marjan. Marjan Bocat. Yeah. Um, but other than that, uh, I, oh, Jaden Ivey, I think I had mentioned he kind of pissed me off. Or I assume, like, if he had said that statement about the Kings that, like, he was the type of guy I wasn't going to like. But, like, that boy would cry for, like, an hour and a half at the draft. Why did you think you wasn't going to like him because of what he said about the Kings? Because I, I don't like people with that attitude of, like, I'm too good for this situation when you ain't done shit. Like, shut your I'm little ass be up. Honest, I don't think he's saying he's too good, but I can't blame a kid for not wanting to go to the Sacramento Kings. Like... It's one if, thing to not want it. It's another thing to verbalize. He's not the first person to do that. Like, and I, I wouldn't like him. I didn't hey. like Eli Manning for not wanting to go to the Chargers. Like, th- that's how I am. That's just who I am. Hey, man, look, I I get what you're saying, but when you know you're getting drafted regardless, you like, you're the, you're the projected number four pick. You know you're getting drafted regardless. If I can, if they interviewing me, asking me these questions, y'all want me to answer honestly, right? All right, cool. No. Don't send me to Sacramento. <laughs> As a PR person, no. Hey, look, you, you know what? That's that's fair. But he said, fuck that. I'm not going to Sacramento. Now, you ended up in Detroit. That ain't much better. I was about Detroit, to say, like. Detroit has a brighter future. Franchise-wise, like, as far as where they're at and, you know, where they might be going, can't say Detroit is a sexier city, per se, but I can say that, uh. For him, it, it felt like a good fit. Like he seemed happy. Like gen- again, the genuine happiness from him uh, has erased whatever thoughts I might have had previously. Um, seeing that, seeing how emotional he was about being drafted, about being like incredibly happy to go to Detroit. I think he has family ties there as well. Um, he, I, I'm one back over. I'm excited for what Detroit has right now. There's a couple of teams I need. I haven't. I need to go back and look at the draft board. But there's a couple of teams that, like, based on what they did in this draft, I expect good things. Like, oh, Houston. Houston mm-hmm. is another one. Houston's another one. Um, didn't wasn't that the team that took Tata Washington, or was another team take Tata? Did he take Tata? You want me to pull up draft? No, right? no, no, no. Was it? No, it was somebody. No, I think it was Minnesota that took Tata Washington. There was a couple of trades, I think. Um, let's pull it up. I don't want to say um a million times on here. My bad, y'all. Um, this isn't they, what I want. They know we be thinking. <laughs> Come on, bitch. Tata Rockets. Yep. Was it the Rockets? Is he is he actually going to the Rockets or was he? Drafted? I mean, he was drafted. I think in the first round. I'm pretty sure he was drafted 29th. I don't know if that was like a involved in a trade though. I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. Well, I just want to see the yeah, order. I don't need the y'all. jersey introduction or whatnot. He's it's not involved in it. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I knew they had two players. Um, who's the first pick? Uh, Jabari Smith, and it was Tari Eason, Tata Washington. Okay, I don't know when Tari Eason was taken though. I'm not sure if he was taking like first round in the middle, like before Ty Ty Washington or what. I'm looking for just the results, and everybody wants to give their fucking grades and stuff. I don't care about your grades, bro. Fucking I just want to see who was picked. All right, here we go. Keegan Murray, Ivy, da 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 da. Blazers, Pelicans. Were you surprised that the Blazers didn't trade that pick? Not really. Um. I wanted them to, mm-hmm. 
but I, I can't say I'm like stunned that they didn't do it. Um, I'm curious what they do now because now they, uh, <clears throat> I assume they can't be done. Like right. Dame and Jeremy Grant is not. It doesn't move me. Not coming for that ring. Dame, Jeremy Grant, Nurkic, Anthony Simons, and Josh Hart. Like, come on, man. Not coming for that ring with that team. Fighting like, for that ninth seed. You might can beat a couple teams by accident, but not in a, <laughs> not a seven game series. Like, Dame a bad dude, but goddamn, that's you asking a lot. Motherfucker ain't LeBron James. <laughs> I, I need them. I need them to do one more move. So we'll see what happens in free agency. Um, he they gotta may keep Anthony Simons. Yeah. Or like. We talking about other teams. It would have to get huge. Yeah, it would have to. Man, fuck it. They, 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 <laughs> they talk about much. Well, we, there is, but we'll get to that later. I mean, I feel like Anthony Simons with the Blazers long term would just be redundant. Like, but how? I mean, Dame is thirty four, for three, thirty four. He is not that fucking old, bro. He's thirty two at least. Thirty four is crazy, man. <laughs> he's he been in the league like nine years, years, ten years. No. He's drafted in 2009. Dame Lillard? I mean, not 2009. 2012. Okay, and he came out as a junior. He's not 34, though. He can't be All right, I was was just... I don't think he's 34. 31. Maybe I'm projecting him. He'll be 32 in July. Yeah. Steph is my age. KD's my age. That's what I had to remember. Um, and he came a little, he's a little bit younger than now. Yeah, he'll be 32 in like a week. No, nah, it's July 15th. Sorry, two weeks. That's like three weeks, bibs. You know what? We wasted a lot of time. All <laughs> <laughs> I was excited though, man. I'm gonna be honest. I was excited when I woke up about Jaden Hardy. Um, okay. I looked up Jaden Hardy's, like, I already knew about him. He was somebody, like, one of the few people I knew about. Right. I looked up his scouting report. Uh, shout out to Hoop Intellect on YouTube. That's who I go to for all my prospects scouting and, you know, uh, to get knowledge on guys I don't know about. I looked that up, his strengths, weaknesses. And he put that out three weeks ago. And at the end of the video. I think that's, is that the one I just watched? I think so. At the end of the video, he had teams he think he would fit best with. And it was the Bucks, the Mavs, and I think the Grizzlies. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Hey, that's perfect. <laughs> like the the thing is with his weaknesses, it's things that can be cleaned up with good coaching and like leadership. I wonder how you think about this thought that I had when I was watching. Okay, he has the exact opposite issues of Josh Green. What do you mean? Josh Green's issues: lack of confidence and yeah. a, a willingness to to take bad shots. Stuff. Yeah. Jaden Hardy is taking all the shots. He don't get all the shots. He reminds me a lot of Monte Ellis. Even when he shouldn't take the shots. He reminds me of Monte Ellis. Like Um And then defensively, we know Josh is gonna do what he's supposed to do. And Hardy is I've watched that video that the lack of effort he was showing, like that's that third effort's not there, barely the second effort. It's like he gives up so fast, and that's why I was like his weaknesses are things that can be fixed with with coaching, especially coming into this team where we play defense, uh, especially with veteran guys around him, like DFS, I consider a veteran guy at this point. Yeah. Uh, for especially for a rookie, Damn, yeah, thirty. Reggie Bullock, Spencer Dinwiddie, who isn't great on defense but gives effort. <laughs> um, who else? Uh, I know I'm missing some guys. Uh, Jalen Brunson, if we keep him. Uh, Frank Nilakina. 
you know. So I'm it's one of those situations it. where he's not going to play if he doesn't play defense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna be like, I'm curious as to what their plans are. Like, obviously, I'm pretty sure he's going to play in summer league this year. Um, I don't know if they're gonna make him a two way player. Like, hey, we're gonna put you on the roster, but we want to put you in the G League too, since he probably won't get minutes in the actual rotation. They still want to help him develop, so he goes down to the legends. I would expect they'll give him a real contract, right? Um, and like you said, I would still send him to the G League to play, yeah. Um, because we're not here to play around anymore. Yeah. Um, I like another reason I like him and where he's at as a player is I think he's going to push Josh and Josh is going to push him because Josh doesn't want to get passed up. That might be like that, that extra motivation he needs. Like as the kid, it's easy for him to remain the kid mm-hmm. on the team. Like, and just accept that he's the one that's being coddled and has to grow. But now there's another kid there. He's not going to want that kid to pass him in the, in the pecking order. So that's going to be interesting to see too. Um, but yeah, I would expect he'll spend some time in the G League. I don't know how the roster is going to shake out fully. Yeah. I know I feel like kids going to try to find spots for him to play as well, but I don't see him like expecting him to get 15, 20 minutes or something like that yeah, on no. a regular basis. Like that would shock me. Yeah, unless he just like came on the scene hot. Yeah, unless he goes off. Yeah, but I mean, offensively, you know, his decision making is not great from what I've seen. Um, but as far as pick and roll and shot creating and attacking the basket, like his offensive game, he has it. He's able to do things on the court that I think only two guys on this team, maybe three with Spencer Dinwiddie, are able to do. Uh, and if we to lose a Jalen Brunson, I'm just saying <laughs> he might see some more minutes. So maybe we should segue right into that since I keep mentioning it. Um, are you done talking about Jaden Hardy? I'm done. Are you done? You got I got more to say. I can add. Go ahead. Um, so the big thing that people are down on him about that didn't actually watch him play are is shooting numbers. Yeah, I'm. You're right. Yeah, that's that's annoying. Um, thirty five percent, twenty six percent, pretty much the same exact. No, thirty five from the field. I think twenty six from three. Mm-hmm. The exact same numbers as Kaminga, um, the year before, and I said that. To point out, like Kaminga, I think his numbers this his rookie year in the NBA when he's a role player like he's supposed to be versus being the guy. Exactly. I think he was like fifty and thirty five or something like that this year, which is respectable. And somebody, uh, I think Kirk was one of the people that rebutted. Somebody else did too. Kirk deleted it because I, I think I saw it like right before. I have my phone set to cut me off from being on Twitter past a certain time. <laughs> And I saw Kirk's tweet, and as I was responding to it, it shut me off, and I'm trying to do better at sticking to my limits. So I said, fuck it, I'll respond in the morning. But I think he deleted it before I got up. But he was saying, you know, Kaminga's one of the most athletic players in the league. And I was like, what the, What does that have to do with what I'm saying? I've seen dudes who are athletic and still can't score efficiently. Yeah, like so. either you can shoot or you can't. Like I don't care yeah. about the athleticism does not matter when I'm talking about your three-point shooting ability. Like. Kaminga shot 25% in the G League in, with his night year as the guy, as one of the top two guys. That's the same thing that Jaden Hardy did. We know that he's a better shooter than that from his past. We know he shot 50% on clean threes with no pressure on him. We know he shot 39% on catch and shoot threes. Like, the shooting ability is not a question. The numbers are low because of the role he was playing. 
on the G League at night as the the number one guy. I also think that's a factor in why his decision making looks so terrible. He shouldn't ha- he won't have to make those decisions exactly with the Dallas Mavericks. He won't He's- shoot as many shots especially contested with the Dallas Mavericks. He won't have the fucking ball to do that. Now, if he does, that's he, he getting yanked. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, it's going to be catch and shoot. Like yes. there's three other guys on this team who would have the ball in their hands more than he would. He's but not going to ha- he's not going to play the same role he did with the G League Ignite. That's unrealistic. And even if he did, if he comes in, I know y'all going to do this. I'm going to look right in the fucking camera. I know y'all going to do this shit. I know y'all going to do this. If if Jaden Hardy is on the team this year getting minutes, I don't care if it's six minutes, seven minutes. If if he plays five minutes in a game and it's not what y'all want to see, I swear to God, if I see stuff on the timeline talking about, oh, my God, this dude is trash. Why we draft this dude? The math suck. I can't believe we gave up two second-round picks. Get this dude off the court. He's trash. Trade him right now. Y'all are stupid. Y'all still doing that with Josh Green. And he's shown flashes that he can play. So I, I know y'all going to do it. I'm just telling you right now, if I see it, I might mute you. I'm not going to block you, but I'm definitely going to mute you. And I'm not going and I'm not going to soft block you so I lose the follow. I'm going to keep the follow, but I'm going to mute you. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the same boat. I did it with some Josh Green people last year. Um especially late in the year. Like people would go out of their way to oh, see that he fucked up. Like get the fuck out my mentions, man. Like what is, like what is Josh Green is a sophomore and he's yeah. really only played one season. Yeah. And people are already saying this is who he is. He's not going to develop like Y'all watch the NBA? Like, what, what are we doing? Wasn't nobody checking for Kyle Lowry in the beginning of his career, bro. He went through two teams before he really got to, like, blossom. Zach Levine was just a dunker for a long time. Now y'all mm. thirsting for him. Rudy Gobert. He couldn't get on the court his rookie year. <laughs> he was in the G League. Bro, Jalen Brunson wasn't a straight up coming out the gate. Oh, yeah, I'm starting. Like, even last year, people were worried about him in the playoffs because he was asked the year before in the playoffs. Like, what, what are we doing? He was average during the season. That's why he didn't get a contract in the offseason. Right. Why, why? We didn't just hesitate because we're stupid. We but hesitated how because we what feel, he showed us. How we feel about Jalen Brunson right now has just started this season. Like, let's not pretend that this has always been him. It has not been. I wanted him traded for a long time, not because I didn't think he could become something, but because I didn't see him being a good fit with what we were doing long term. So, yeah, please don't please, please don't jump the gun on the bullshit. I beg of y'all. They're like, going to do it, like you said. They but do it. You put out the PSA. If you do it, I'm going to mute you. You probably get muted. I'm so probably not going to see you. you asking me a question and I don't respond, you're probably muted. I'm going to be honest. If I don't respond, it's either because you're muted or the Twitter decided I didn't need to see your comment, which has started to happen more. Usually Twitter shows me what I shows me shit I should see. So most likely you're muted. <laughs> That's coming from Reese. I'm just keeping it with you. And that was necessary, I think, to, to put this out here and, oh, and yeah. cover this right now. He is about to be 20, I think. I think so. I'm not expecting him to come out the gates balling. No. If he does, fantastic. I'm not going to be mad, but I don't expect it. I expect nothing from him this year. At all. Anything he gives us, I'm going to be like, I'll evaluate it and, you know, proceed. But 
I'd be surprised if he plays 50 games this year. 30 games. I got to write that down. I've been, I'm going to try to do better at keeping track of when we make statements like this. Okay. Like, come back to them. Okay. Uh, so, let me let me make that. 30 note. games, not 50. 30 is your 30. over under? I'll be surprised. Yeah, under 30. You expect under 30? Yeah. All right. It's going on the wall. Uh, all right, I'm writing it down. Oh my god! Wow. You anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet five dollars on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. You want to move on? I'm, I'm going to quickly mention this Jalen Brunson situation that's okay. been going on on the timeline. Uh, if you have anything to add, feel free to hop in. But... I believe it was yesterday when this really popped off. I'm like, all right, why is everybody talking about Jalen Brunson on the timeline now? What's going on? Apparently, Mark Stein dropped an article. Shout out to Mark Stein um, about the New York Knicks um, gaining momentum and possibly signing Jalen Brunson. Apparently, he uh, likes the idea of possibly being the guy in New York as opposed to sidekick in Dallas and obviously new york is opening up cap that's not a surprise we knew either new york or detroit was going to do this to try to sign jalen brunson so that is not a surprise that that doesn't bother me so when everybody was saying that during draft night and that report came out i just didn't understand why everybody was panicking here's my issue two things everyone panicking prematurely as if just because the knicks are opening up cap space that means that Jalen Brunson is going to sign with them. Newsflash. We were that team not even 10 years ago. Like, do you ha- have y'all forgot as many times as we've cleared cap to sign people and ended up with no one? Like, what what makes y'all think that can't happen to the Knicks? I don't understand. Um, second thing. A lot of people were turning on Jalen Brunson really fast. And that bothered me. Because I'm going to be completely honest with you. You turn on Jalen Brunson, you're corny. If Jalen Brunson leaves the Dallas Mavericks, it's because Jalen Brunson either wanted to be somewhere else or the Mavericks didn't offer enough. And I would be completely honest, it's probably going to be the former and not the latter. I don't see the Mavericks lowballing him. I feel like the Mavericks are going to give him whatever they need to give him to stay. If Jalen Brunson decides to leave, that's Jalen Brunson's decision. If Jalen Brunson doesn't want to be a side piece to Luka or feel like you know, this isn't the best position for him to utilize his career and he feels New York is that place, 
then I love that for Jalen Brunson. I won't dislike Jalen Brunson. It's no ill will towards Jalen Brunson. Y'all are weird. You didn't with say this. kiss my ass. Like right. if he just kiss my ass, then maybe I'll feel differently. But yeah, fuck him. That's but not what he's going to do. That's not what he's doing. It's like y'all y'all are being weird about it already, and free agency hasn't even started. Like give it some time. You feel me? Like I, me personally, I have full confidence that he's going to stay. If he doesn't, will I be disappointed? Sure, but move on. Like you got to move on. You can't dwell on Jalen Brunson. I love Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is a fantastic player. I feel like the Mavs need Jalen Brunson more than the Knicks do. But also, I think the Knicks are moving backwards, throwing a bag at a guy like Jalen Brunson, who really realistically isn't going to move the needle for them, in my opinion. Mm, that's another debate. We can have that one in a minute. I just <clears throat> I, I feel like what what the New York Knicks have been doing recently to me has been good. But now it seems like they're moving backwards to the way they were before, just throwing a bag at a dude who had a good season. I'm not saying Jalen Brunson isn't a good player. Throwing a bag at a dude, throwing him to max, basically. And it's like, for what? What is this going to do for you? Like, yeah, you made the playoffs last year, but Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle. Did you make the playoffs last year? I'm, not, I'm talking about like last year, year, last before. year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, Jalen Brunson, that's... That's what you're hitching on. I just feel like that's not moving the needle enough to be spending that kind of money. But it ain't my team, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> that's what I'm but, saying. I ain't put that much thought in them. Yeah, no. but that's that's just personally how I feel about the situation. I feel like y'all just need to relax, take a chill pill, at least until free agency starts. If y'all want to start being nervous or panicking, then cool. But <laughs> you you got some time, like yeah. Every time I log on Twitter, I don't want to see y'all stressing about the Mavericks. Like, get a grip. <laughs> it's it's one of those situations where, you know, I feel like people don't have control of something. They want to decide what the result is in their head to prepare themselves, whether it's the best case or worst case. So some people are going all in on, ah, oh, fuck, we lost Jalen Brunson, blah, 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 blah. Other people are Jalen Brunson's leaving. Fuck him. Some people are. I he's not going anywhere. This is absurd that people are even thinking he is because in there you need it to be a done deal because you're stressed by it. You're worried with no matter which side of the fence you are. I personally, I'm fifty fifty on it. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know him. Never met the man in my life. Never had a conversation with him. I don't know anything about what his what motivates him. Well, I know a little bit about what motivates him. Um, and that's why I'm even entertaining the idea of him wanting to go to New York. He's never going to be the leader in Dallas. No. He's never going to be the guy. He can be a leader. Yeah. Like he can be a vocal leader all day. Yeah. At the end of the day, when Lucas starts yelling and screaming, Jalen Brunson's not shutting him up. I, I, I've never I seen Jalen Brunson call him Luca down. That's true. I don't even know if I've seen him try. I don't think I've seen him try. Either. So. That's he, why we need like a Draymond Green on this motherfucking team. Jazz pointed it out. <laughs> Jazz pointed it out when Jalen Brunson came out with that statement about it being Luca's team and playing your role and all that good stuff. That was a kind of a telltale sign. Uh, I didn't like it at the time because I need him to have an alpha mentality. I hate that I just said that. A one one B mentality. You already said it, man. You yeah, said it's, it. it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> at this point <laughs> i need him to have that 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 dog in him you know what i mean that got that dog in him I need, 
I need him to have that 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 bow wow in his heart. Um, we don't need that. Not not low bow wow, but no bow wow out here capping and shit, lying. <laughs> he might be doing they that. You know what I mean? It's a class behind me. They don't know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna recognize that cranium after the other but anyway. Um, but no, I, I I didn't like it because I I felt like I feel like as an NBA player. If you're the number two on the team, I can't have you talking about playing my role. Right. I, and not to the way he was saying it. Like he's he didn't he doesn't know how good he can be, is how it came off. Now, again, I think it's strategic looking at it from a, a, a strategic communication standpoint. I don't think the reason I, I entertain the idea of him going to New York is because if he goes to New York, and, and this is part of my problem with a lot of the discourse around. Jalen Brunson and what he may or may not be able to do in New York. People are looking at it like he's supposed to, they think that he's going to come in and average 25, 5, and 5 and go be an all-star and carry the squad. I don't think that no any party thinks that that's what's going to occur. Now, they might think he's going to score 20, maybe get 7, 8 assists, but him being the leader in New York is more about him being the lead ball handler or Chauncey Billups. Not that he's Chauncey Billups, but a guy that's not necessarily taking over the game bucket by bucket, but a guy that's the rudder, the guy that's steering the ship, a guy that's setting up R.J. Barrett to when, to get the ball in the right spots, that's getting Randall the ball in the right spots. Because what I saw from New York this past season was a rudderless team that was all over the place. They didn't have a leader. Randall was going wild and out. What, Randall can get his own bucket, so he's taking the ball in situations when he shouldn't. R.J. Barrett taking the ball in situations he shouldn't. You have a guy like uh, Jalen Brunson there. He's going to give me the ball back out. Let's reset it. Let's start it. This is what he did at Villanova. This is how he carried them to two championships. And he talked about it in his interview with uh, Duncan Robinson, you know, where I was the one that made all those guys look good. And I watched them get drafted ahead of me. Yeah, He's, He's salty about that. He wants people to know what he is and who he is, what he does. So if he makes the decision to go to New York, it's going to be about, I'm coming to New York, a team that missed the playoffs this past year. I'm going to come in and remind y'all why Julius Randle was the most improved player a couple years ago. I'm going to remind y'all why R.J. Barrett was a top draft pick, top recruit. I'm going to get these the shooters their, shot, their shots where they're supposed to get them. And I'm going to show y'all I can be the lead ball handler on a squad and, and get this team back to the playoffs. It doesn't have to be about winning a championship. He's 25. He's not on his way out of the league. When his when his when his contract is up, he will be in his prime. If he wants to leave New York at that time and go join somebody else's ship or whatever, or bring somebody to his. If he's a if he's a Chris Paul type, lead ball handler, set everybody up, and then maybe be clutch. That's that's that's. I would love that. I mean. I'm, and again, I'm speaking now as a point guard type. I wasn't a, a guy that was trying to take over games. I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set guys up. I'm going to make my team look good. That's a desirable role. Being a guy beside the guy is fine. But when you're still that young buck that still feels like you can make a name that's coming in, feeling like I still have things to prove, him staying in Dallas would be settling, in my opinion. He could settle. I wouldn't be mad at him settling 
will probably end up trading him late, later anyway. He knows that too. He's not fucking stupid. And if he goes to New York, he's embracing the grind. That's embracing the grind. In my opinion, I would respect the shit out of it. I would pull for him to be successful in New York. I would pull for New York to be successful. I would like that move, that acquisition for them. Not because I expect it to work, but because I like the idea. As a basketball fan, not as a Mavericks fan. As a Mavericks fan, I need him on the roster. Agreed. You know, um, like I, I still don't think he moves the needle for them. I also think the best chance to showcase that will be in the playoffs. And just because you're doing that next to a guy who by default makes you second best at the most doesn't mean people aren't paying attention people paid attention this uh this playoff so i mean i get what you're saying but you know either way i'm happy for him man whatever he decided to do he get in his bag that's what matters like you said if he goes to new york support him goes to detroit don't see it happen don't even know why and at this point i think detroit's out yeah but just hypothetically speaking like wherever he would go yeah no definitely 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 like i'm not gonna be again he's I said it on the timeline. He's fulfilled his contractual obligation. We signed him to the four-year deal. He played out his four years. I have nothing to be mad. He doesn't owe us anything else at this point. He is a free agent. Free to do whatever the fuck he wants. If he wants to go play on a minimum salary for the Lakers, he can do that. That's crazy, but yeah, he can do that. That's his options. That's his prerogative. But uh y'all ain't see the dance this motherfucker just did. Keep talking, man. <laughs> I can't think. But yeah, it, it's his it's his prerogative to do whatever the hell he wants to do. And again, as long as he doesn't say kiss my ass, I never liked y'all. The fans are trash. I hope I if I wish I didn't have to go to Dallas once a year, I have nothing to be mad at him about. He did what he was supposed to do. We watched him grow. We all we'll, we'll always have the Sun series, and it is what it is from there. We'll always have the Jazz series too, and especially the Jazz series. Facts, especially the Jazz series. To be quite honest, um, look, moral of the story: relax. <laughs> Everything will play out how it's supposed to, whether it's how you want it to. Remains to be seen. But in the meantime, relax. Uh, I don't have anything else to say. I'm, I'm tired of talking basketball. I, I'm ready to just get a... What, what, you got anything you need to say? Uh, Basketball-wise? Period. Um, I did want to mention the two guys we signed just because we did. Uh, mm-hmm. To the... Uh, on the undrafted free agent side, Marcus Bingham... Seven footer, um, block shots, hits threes. Kind of reminds me of Tariq Owens. I don't know if y'all remember. I think he played for Texas Tech. Real string bean, long, skinny dude. Uh, I think he had like eight blocks in six, 16 minutes or something like that in one game recently. Uh, really long, athletic, runs the floor. Again, he, he can shoot from the outside. His, his issue is probably his size uh, as far as whether or not he's going to actually play or make the team or get a two-way <clears throat> but interesting pickup i think he'll be fun to watch in summer league at a bare minimum the other pickup was how Wen guo 
um, played for the Shanghai Sharks. And I was actually surprised by him. I think he's like 6'8", wing, bucket getter. I put it on the floor, put some get, put some moves on guys, first step. Like, I was genuinely surprised by how good he, he he's He's a baller, like. You watch him play, he's a he looks like a basketball player. Like he's not a specialist. He's not a, a role type. Like he's that dude in his mind. Uh so he's gonna be fun to watch too. I think we got a very like just with those three, we got a solid, entertaining uh summer league team. Just off those three, in my opinion. I don't know what else they're gonna round it out with. Probably some vets, uh, maybe another rookie somewhere, but I'm I'm very curious to see what happens uh in the summer league action with Hardy and those guys. I'm excited for Summer League for sure. Um, NBA season never ends, so there's always going to be something for us to watch or talk about. So uh, I'm ready for that, but before that comes to off season, so we got to get through that roller coaster first. Uh, not ready for that, but I'll get there. Uh, <laughs> be a but, long um, Yeah, never heard of any of those guys, so uh, I'm excited to see what they can do in the Summer League. Uh, anything else to add? You good? I think that that does it for the uh, the basketball side. Um, oh, one last piece because some people like to keep track of these things. With the twenty six pick, the uh, one no more ended up being drafted. Uh, so something if for those of y'all, oh, we traded Wendell Moore for Christian Wood. Oh, if you if you want to do that, there you there you go. Wendell Please Moore don't give them any ammunition. I beg I, of you. I, I just like laughing at people, so. Enjoy. That's all. That's all I got. Now. I don't have anything to mention the at all. You said the basketball side, like you got something else. Oh, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about the, these movies and stuff, or you wanted I, to get on as a separate thing. I thought, yeah, I thought we were doing that as a separate thing. Let's quickly talk about what we're watching as a whole, but not actually do a review or anything. Okay. So, so what are you what are you watching these days? Miss Marvel, of course. Yes. Um, which Halfway I'm really through the liking. Yeah, episode three was Wednesday. Um, which I'm really enjoying. Um, went to see the Black Phone two days ago. A uh, movie I was looking forward to for a while. Really liked it. I know I said I was going to see Elvis, but I probably won't because of how long it is. I don't want to sit in the theater <laughs> for two and a half hours watching a movie about Elvis. Watching Appropriation live. Like... I ain't say all that. Just period. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not really watching much right now, but mainly Miss Marvel. Obi-Wan ended, so I'm not really watching that anymore. Um, I've really been thinking about finally watching The Boys. This is everybody's been mentioning it to me. So, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. I haven't never seen started it. I've, it? it. I've never started it. No. What if, how? Man, look, I ain't got time. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, man. I ain't got time that's for bu- this. That's some bullshit. What? Man, whatever. Look, it is what it is. I ain't watched it yet. I'll get around to it. Oh, shit. Whatever, man. Just watch the first episode. You're not going to stop. I heard you thought Invincible was that yeah, stuff. I know, I've heard. On, God man. damn it! Everything on, you're telling son. me, I've heard. What you haven't doing? you just started it? No, I just started the new season. Oh, okay. Which I've caught up on now. All right. uh, Don't patronize me. I'm just shocked. Like I, I could have swore uh, this. This is this is this is new information. But yeah, I did just catch up on the boys. The new season. I didn't want to start it immediately because I knew they were doing the the weekly release. I know they dumped the first three. I listened to um, the Ringerverse review the first three episodes already. They are already wrong about some stuff, which is hilarious to me. Talking about Miss Marvel or the boys? The boys. Okay. <clears throat> they did the, the their first the boys recap was of the first three because they released them all at once. You see, Stephen Jomi got their own show now, right? 
I said mint, mint, mint edition mint, or something. Mint condition. Mint, Is it condition? Mint, mint edition. Okay. Yeah. Um, I haven't listened to them yet, but I saw they're doing it. What What are they covering? They're covering some um of different stuff. Oh, it's, they did Umbrella Academy was the most recent. Yeah. No, they're doing Umbrella Academy Monday, I think. Yeah, I have the most recent that. one. I think they did was Lightyear, which I saw and I went to. Um, how are they? Two. How were those two together? Fun, actually. Okay. Fun, okay. actually. It was funny because they were making fun of. I think on the last Miss Marvel conversation, Bye, they made fun of. Uh, uh, he was like, "We're already eight minutes in, and we haven't even started talking about it." He was, "Oh like, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. do that over there." Yeah, like, we'll we do straight. that over there. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about how they're going to recap the entire season of in like Marvel fifty Academy something minutes in one episode in like yeah. hours. Like, good luck with as that. As long as it ain't House of R level shit with three hours. I don't watch that. I don't listen. I can't to that listen shit. to that stuff. I can't do uh. it. And she, like I said, she knows too much. She be telling yeah, all kinds like, of shit I ain't trying to know yet. Like, shut up. Like, we get it. Well, yeah. Goddamn. Like, with the Miss Marvel thing, like, I was enjoying it. You know, they introduce a new character. And we get, we don't know who anything about this character. She gonna give the whole fucking story. Like, I don't need Ain't to know that. Whole biography, man. Yeah. Like, like, I can't even be excited when they show the twist now. Because you done told it. If there is one. Right. So, yeah, that, that pissed me off a little bit. I... I that's why I don't listen to them, besides the length of their episodes. But Ms. Marvel, yeah, I'm enjoying it, too. Uh, I think the Ringerverse, and I feel like we do a free advertising for them, but the Ringerverse, they uh, they hit it on the nose when they said, like, the stories they give you with all the characters are almost more interesting than the superhero stuff, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah, I love that, actually. Every character has their own thing. Like, I love it. Um, like I even think I'm more interested in her friends than I am. Well, I was she's, about to she's say cool that. too. Like Nakia's story is like I'm interested in their everyday life more so than the superhero stuff. Right, the brother, like all that stuff is like super interesting to me. Like I'm genuinely enjoying the show for the depth of the characters around. Like they they didn't just put characters around to be characters around. Like they actually have their own shit going on. Okay, yeah. I mean, a lot of shows do that. Like you have the side characters and they're just there. Yeah, this is like probably the first like Marvel show where it's like for the most part I care about almost everybody on the show. Yeah. It's a it's a breath of fresh air to be quite honest. Like I'm like trying the to parents, see. the brother, the friends, even Comron, like Yeah. I care about what's going on with these people. Like think about any other Marvel show and the side characters, like, I can't, I can't think of a single one where the side characters matter to me. Like, what, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we meet Falcon's sister. I don't remember what she looked like. There, There's, like, a guy that Winter Soldier's chilling with in the beginning, the old guy. I I, I, I just now remembered him, because I had forgot right. forgotten. Yeah, forgot he existed until you just mentioned it. I'm not going to forget these people. And, and Kamala's hair, and I'm about to say Kamala fucking Harris. I'm not gonna forget these people in Kamala's life. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I hope they, I hope they stick the landing with this. I'm excited for the rest of the season. Are you one of these CGI people? I'm not tripping. You, all right, Steve, Steve pissed me off with that. You mean Charles? Charles, Charles, you pissed me yeah, off. Yeah, Charles is fucking annoying. I'm be honest. CGI is on. Shut the. Who cares, yeah, man? We, up, she doesn't have real powers. We know that. Shut up, nerd. <laughs> Um, I fuck with Charles, but he be getting on my nerves, man. He do be getting on my nerves sometimes, um, and especially because he hates on Agents of Shield. He hates on Agents of Shield. He hates on everything. 
and Agents of Shield is a quality show. Facts. Shout out Jomi. Jomi the Jomi the homie. Um, I think I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, I watched the Black Phone today, and I guess mm-hmm. that's that's what we're going to discuss next. Um, I want to save that. We got to do like an actual. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> when? We'll talk about that. All right. I can't wait a month like I did with Tom. No, <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Re- soon, like next coming days type thing. Okay, yeah. Monday's that the latest I would want to do it. I, I mean, tomorrow is fine for, with me, to be honest. Yeah, I'll be open. We'll, right, we, cool. we'll figure it out. Uh, probably around the same time. Yeah, that'll work. Perfect. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's all, that's all I got, man. We can wrap this up. All right, well, it's getting a little hot in here in this room, my man. Uh, I'm getting a little hungry So we're going to close this out uh, We'll see y'all next week I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about But uh, Actually no Free agency I'm about to say yeah, We might have some answers next week Yeah we'll definitely have some answers next week At least moratorium period So uh, until then uh, Like I said relax Be easy And we'll holler at y'all next week Peace. Peace.